welcome to We Slay Things. Hi, I'm Joe. I play Mima, the tiefling rogue. <laughs> Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. My name is Amber, and I play the Hell Dwarf Paladin Emberlin. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparagus, a forest gnome druid. I'm Thomas, and I play Zardex, cleric of the grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zalbert Chubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Nick, I'm the dungeon master. Adventures Local 3A1 since their compound was under siege, turned that siege away pretty quickly, and have since then been gathering allies to try and stop Jethro Jeffries from enacting his plan to basically hold the world ransom with zombies. Most recently, y'all have negotiated a some sort of contract to meet with Jethro Jeffries, Simulacrum in Waterdeep, having thought about his offer to just stay out of the whole mess and you would be left to your own devices. You all have decided you don't care to do that and uh, went to see Johann von Kiesterberg, who you saved from Hogpin Gun, the artificer. Uh, you all made a deal with Hogpin Gun to get him to bugger off into the mountain device from Dale and stay out of the whole thing in exchange for giving you a device that will get you directly to Villain's Inc. headquarters. Last time you all fought an ancient red dragon, you brought in your friend Renorath, also a dragon. And when last we left off, you all had teleported back to the compound to get some rest after a very intense dragon battle. We opened at a very crowded breakfast table there are the seven of you all there is of course gary and quevin and chevin aeldon and hasash renorath is in human form and is just taking it all in really enjoying the uh experience of as she calls it eating little food brower chubbins and the other chubbinses are also present there are a number of hooklock tribes people johan von kiesteberg uh, and uh, Jeeves has been really making sure that everything is impeccably served in perfect etiquette rules. And Kilbo, you are you were rather thrilled to discover last evening when you returned back to the compound that Samuel Silvershield had indeed made it to the compound. Uh, you all have gathered many of the allies you have made over the last couple of years of your adventuring. Uh, they are here at the compound. They are ready to go into battle with you all in an attempt to save the world. Elisar, you have the initiative. I'm first of all going to look for the uh, helmets that are being played as bongos. Do I see any of those? Uh, with little furry men running around halflings from Hundlestone. You you do. I roll. I rolled to see if that happens, and I got a natural twenty. So yeah, uh, that is that is all that you hear. In yeah. fact, it, it's it's a whole course of them. They they all showed up because they thought it was building around, and strangely, it's working. 
<laughs> good, good. A little weird, but good. Uh, I'm gonna go then kind of get a big old tankard of ale and sit down next to Rinnerath. Yeah, so I'll just kind of sit up uh, kind of close to her and be like, Rinnerath, uh, you gracious with your presence, but I wanted to say now that we have a little more time, so we know this dragon in the Feywild, and I know in the heat of battle you said you'd think about it, but I just wanted to talk to you a little bit. Maybe Kilbo can help me. Sound old. I mean, he's experienced, yes. Distinguished. Long, long in the fangs? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, I mean, we chopped them down pretty good. He got really beat up by us. Um, <laughs> But You're he is still a valiant. Kilbo, she is Kilbo, help me out here. in horror yeah. at this point. Like, oh, uh, I, I am, I am no swooner of dragons. Kilbo, come and <laughs> join me, my friend. It is true. He is no swooner of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am certain that the ladies of uh, the evening do very well with your coins. <laughs> They do indeed. I have it's been known. It's... <laughs> he seemed he seemed very interesting. I I have to imagine that a uh, dragon uh, that uh, uh, venerable uh, knows a few moves, if you know what I'm saying. Well, but it, I also respect that you do not have to. Uh, I, I would just love to go with you once sometime to the Feywild. It is a wild place. It does sound like fun, yes. even if we don't meet this um, mature dragon. Yes. <laughs> Again, I would prefer distinguished. Would we all? <laughs> well, well, it sounds like you lost part of your core, his core to you. Oh. Uh, I see what you're trying to say. <laughs> anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scoot back over, and then lastly, I'm going to say, uh, Quevin! Another ale. Right, coming up. He casts Mage Hand and brings it over. It's a little unsteady towards the end, but but it, it makes it. Zardex, what are you doing in this scene? I think that uh, we should take some time to celebrate before before moving on, but we can't lose momentum. So I think a, a rock concert uh, in aid of... Zombie aid. <laughs> the war effort that we're... Yes, <laughs> some sort of band-based, a band of, of heroes, a heroic band aid for for the world. We should be organizing this concert. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I would say uh, Gary is, is calling uh, a local water Davian lord, Bob Geldof, about getting all of that organized. Ugh. And then all the money will go to war efforts and not helping people. I want to get I want to get the band together. I want to get a, the the group of clerics. I want to I want to notify the uh, the other big clerical groups. He begins sending out word. Zaber, what are you doing in this August company? Right now, I just want to go spend time with my family. So I'm hanging out with the Chubbins clan. Chubbins. Chubbins. Yeah, they, they are excited to hear about the about you nearly dying yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Pa- Papa Chubbins has, has, you know, he's down there and he's in full armor. He's got all his weapons gleaming, shiny. I'm ready to go into battle with Sunday. Oh. Twiggy, what are you up to? 
I am walking around and I am just shape changing like crazy. I'm a little puppy dog and I'm playing with people. And then I turn into a little Kit Kat. Every now and then I sneak up as a snake and get up on a Mima's shoulder and in his ear. <laughs> oh, Twiggy. <laughs> Sometimes I turn into a spider and tickle behind Belisar's ear. And I smush it. <laughs> And I turn back into Twiggy. <laughs> and then you're Twiggy. <laughs> and then suddenly Twiggy is coming out of your ear. <laughs> and my head explodes. Damn it, Bellasar, quit doing that. <laughs> Aildon is just giggling the whole time watching this. Kilbo. Yes, so I am walking around with, uh, well, I am a bit uh, wobble-legged this morning uh, from uh, seeing my good friend Samuel Silvershield. Uh, <laughs> I am showing him around the compound. I don't think he's been to the compound, right? No, no, you, no. Uh, you, you did indeed show him around the I compound. I showed him all around the compound, baby. Yeah, uh, and uh, we are having a very nice time. I introduced him to his sash. Imberlin. So I think that Emberlyn is contemplating fate after or over her uh, dwarven coffee and uh, just trying to figure out what we're going to do. All right. Uh, if, if you all want to have a conversation about what your next steps are, certainly uh, there's, a, there's a kind of lull in the conversation so that you all could start making plans. Anyone who would like could roll a history chip. What I would say is that most of you remember some of the other friends that you all have made over the course of your adventures. Word has been sent to Kalia and Hundlestone to try and get some reinforcements and to Argos and Paulus in Cordinia. So far, no one has heard back from those messages. Y'all also made some friends very, very, very early on in your adventures, including even before Imbalan joined the party. Kilbo. As you were showing Samuel Silvershield around the compound, you saw a mound of earth, and you thought of your old friend Perch, oh, the Galador, an yeah, earth elemental, yay. from very, very early on in your adventuring career. And, and most of you also recall uh, your encounter with Craddock, the king of the storm giants. Yes. I had a question for um, Zardex. We have a way to get into this layer, right? Gosh, what did we get? We gave He gave us something, right? It's, a, it's like a little cube with a big button on it. Because I was thinking casting gate, but I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Wasn't that summon something? Yeah, I think so. We can do that. Doesn't it summon something bad? I don't, I don't know if it summons something bad. It's 5 to 20 feet. Okay, so we can get a few amount of people in there. Yeah, it costs 5,000 gold every time I cast it. Gee, gee, where will you find that? <laughs> Zabra Chavins has proposed possibly gate uh, as a means to summon creatures. Do we know exactly what is on the other side of... Oh, we have no idea. We have no idea if there's baddies or if it's just a vacant void of nothingness. The guy that gave us the portal thing said that we could scry. So we, I mean, we should probably do that before we start planning. Officially, I'm going to wish to cast clone. I had this the fear of death instilled in me last time, just saying. But Zalber, we get it. Okay, it was traumatic for all of us. We know you almost died. I'm sorry you almost died, Zalber. I would have been mildly disappointed. So Zalber, as, as you cast that wish, you, you don't see this necessarily, but our camera pans to your cabin. Yeah. 
and a jar that looks suspiciously like a monster energy drink appears and, and there's a sealed label on top and it says in case of emergency fuck this shit up <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it takes like 120 days to it, it'll take a minute you just, but, uh... you just add ham to it <laughs> All right, I'll do that thing you asked. I'll start. So can I also cast after that spell? Um, let's cry. I would say you probably break out the call. Yeah. While Zobber is doing that, I need the rest of you to roll a perception check. Twiggy, you and Zardex are the only two as the conversation is going, as the scrying is taking place. The two of you hear a slight rumbling in the distance. Do you hear that, Zardex? Something's rumbling, guys. Oh, don't bother me. Let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. Y'all begin going outside. Zabra, of course, is, is focusing on the cauldron. And, and, and you all do see the earth kind of moving up to where the barrier is, and, and it stops. But there's just a big mound of earth. It, it, is, it is a rather sizable mound of earth. Uh, I would say it's about 20 feet across and probably 40 feet long. Hail and well, uh, excuse me, uh, hail and well met. Uh, there's a there's kind of a, a deep gurgling kind of rumbling noise. Do any of you speak primordial? I can, uh, elemental, and then I can speak it. So that's what I do. And then you got to turn back into Twiggy to tell us. I know. So what kind of elemental do you become, Twiggy? Become an air elemental. They are my favorite. As you hear this deep rumbling, it is indeed the language of elemental. And one voice in particular stands out. We heard you needed help. Yes, we did need help. Do you come? Tell me your story. Where do you come from? You all encountered me and some of my friends quite a while back. I am hurt of the gallop door. This is wonderful news. One second. And I shift back into Twiggy and I tell the group. Shall we let him in? Shall I, shall I invite them in and have them find a place to eat and find shelter? I mean, do you, when you are a celestial, do you need, do you need to eat? Let them in, though. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Y'all, y'all lower the force field for a moment. And uh, this big mound of earth, like, kind of moves underneath you all. It's, it's a little unsettling. You now have a, a whole group of not just Galadur, but other earth elementals who have come. Lovely. So I, I would say by this point, you all have made it back up and uh, Zabra Chubbins has finished scrying. Uh, and you were scrying on... The location point that... Was, was uh, Zod, yes. is that what's his name? Uh, Pog. Pog. Pog Kingo. Pog Kingo. Uh, yeah, you, 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 were, you were holding the cube in one hand and casting the spell with the other. Yeah. You zoom in and you are clearly in interdimensional space like shit just is kind of weird like you know you, you look out in the world and you see horizon you see a vanishing uh, even even in the Feywild where everything was dim you, you still look out and you saw stuff here it's almost like seeing static and white noise and as as you're Cauldron is kind of zooming in on this location. You see a number of very big, very deadly looking constructs. You see one that is almost kraken sized with tentacles and lightning 
bolting out of it. And, and you zoom in on what appears to be a very large wizard's tower. And as the, the scrying reaches the, its ultimate location, uh, you look around, you see a, a big gate. You see a number of other constructs and other creatures, some plant-based, some humanoid, kind of milling about behind the gate. Mm -hmm. But actually around the, the tower itself, there, there appears to be nothing. Grassland tundra, I guess is how you would describe it, for, for miles and miles around. And you can see kind of off in the distance some of these large constructs moving around uh, as, as almost sentinels, you would say. But the, the area that this cube has sort of locked, honed in on, locked in on, appears to be clear and safe. Based on your understanding of what this device would do, you and your companions and allies would be able to teleport to this exact spot and begin moving right into the But I don't get anything from inside the tower at all. Very little. Like I said, you see a few constructs, a shambling mound, a few zombies right. uh, kind of in the distance as you're, as you're looking through the gate. But it's hard to see much beyond that. What I will tell you is that the, this tower does appear to shoot up very high out of the ground. You get the sense that this very phallic looking tower is Jethro trying to impose some sort of intimidation on any who encountered it. Okay. Then I go and I order a stack of flapjacks and I kind of summon everyone. <laughs> so you all arrived back in the room in time to, to see this. Well, I mean, that sounds like a full frontal assault with all our buddies. It sounds like a grand plan yeah um yeah yeah balls to the wall you see giant constructs robotic creatures the size of a kraken yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've killed a kraken before yes but not a mechanic oh, oh. <laughs> you think it had lasers coming out of its eyes put it this way be glad y'all make the, made the deal with pog pin gun yeah I would imagine those constructs probably won't work. You know, they're not going to be a problem. They're not going to be an issue. I mean, I just... they, they do seem more like perimeter defense. Yeah. yeah. So when are we leaving? Uh, three days. I have some spells to cast. Strictly speaking, no one has reached out to Craddock, uh, and nothing has been heard back from Hundleston or Cordinia yeah. in the last couple of days. Oh, yeah, yeah. We need to get reach uh, Craddock. You're a friend of Craddock's, right, Belisar? I would, I would love to. I, I also feel that I should parlay with Cordinia. Got a helm of teleportation. I do. So if someone else wants to go hang out with Craddock. I was going to organize uh, the clerics of good and, and righteousness, of which there are many. Are there? Yes. Peace out, guys. I'll be back. Mima says, I'll go with you. Oh, come on, Mima. Let's go. <laughs> To cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> I'll go talk with Craddock. Okay. Uh, anyone else want to go with Twiggy? Kilbo? Yes, I would love to go with Twiggy. Yay! Well, I can go to Hundlestone with Emberlin. There are definitely a number of uh, clerics of righteousness there. So, With the use of various helms of teleportation and the magic of Quevin and Chetum, the party is kind of beamed into a couple of different locations. We will start with Belisar in Cordenia. You and Mima touch ground inside the tavern 
where you all had many a cucumber sandwich. Lovely. So you, you very quickly, you know, put out word to, you know, Belsar, oh, Belsar, Belsar, oh my God, Belsar's back. So within the hour, uh, Paulus and Argos are in the tavern with you. Uh, your hand is very tired from signing all the autographs, and Meemaw has pickpocketed like dozens of trinkets. Yes. Um, friends, 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 um, I'm sorry, I have to stop with that for now. I, um, I look forward to serving with you all again as we bring up Belisar's army, but, uh, Polis, Argos, come, sit, let's chit-chat. One guy's like, oh, okay, very well, but next time you'll have to read the, your, your resume for a second. If we have the time. You and Meemaw sit down with, uh, Polis and Argos. There's some lovely cucumber sandwiches and a couple of pitchers of ale. Nice. And I, I will express to them the situation that the world is in grave danger, Cordinia and Faerun and all, and that we need uh, Cordinia's army, not not just Belisars, to come to the aid of uh, the, all free lands. We shall gladly honor you, Master Belisar. You and your companions have helped save Cordinia, and now that we are doing well again, it is only fair that we send some of our best forces. That would be amazing indeed. So what I will do, um, I mean, how big? Are we talking hundreds or, or thousands here? It would be, you know, it would be like a, a regiment of special forces. Yeah. That would only be about a dozen or so, but it would be like a dozen, like, super badass. Like, okay. uh, soldiers that could potentially compete for Grand Archon someday. Okay, and I, I will, I will ask them, I was like, so... Um, do you all have an airship to expedite your move over to uh, the 381 compound? We have ample uh, means of teleportation to get. That you, works. If you can get us to the location, we, uh, Argos and I will personally lead these special forces. Ooh, fantastic. Sounds amazing. Okay, let's do it. All right. With the Cordinians agreeing to send a contingent, uh, anything else you want to do in your homeland? Uh, if I, the queen has a moment, I would like, you know, I'll stop by and grovel at her feet a little bit and, you know, tell her how lovely she is and that we, I continue to serve in her name. It takes a little while. Meemaw actually has to help you uh, with sneaking through the city so that you're not just totally pressed with crowds. Uh, but you do, you do get a chance to see queen and council and they seem genuinely happy to see you. A little distressed to hear you know, what is going down, but they seem as if they are doing well, and they, the queen in particular, uh, seems happy to see you. Thank you, my queen, for again giving us some of your most uh, prized and worthy of warriors. Um, I hear it's the uh, the Fort Bort contingent, and I cannot thank you enough. Yes, well, it is, it is only fitting since... You were responsible for whipping them into shape, I understand. Yes, that is that's how the story goes, isn't it? Oh, all stories go. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happens when your character edits the podcast. <laughs> don't, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is that what's been going on all along? He just edits out all the rest of our shit? <laughs> I, I, I do write his... <laughs> It is Belisar's podcast. <laughs> it's, it, by, by, by episode 100, it's just Belisar slays things. <laughs> no, I delete everyone equally. <laughs> <laughs>
As you should. As, as the two of you, Zardex and Emberlin, uh, materialize in the now basically bulldozed home space, the courtyard where uh, Cherry Bottom Manor, the McMansion of Dwarven Home, uh, once stood. It, it appears to be largely raised to the ground. I need to go find my brother. Roll me uh, an investigation check. You see him, but uh, Zardex knows that he is, uh, you know, scratching his nose. I see his underwear. On the other side of a wall. Yeah, you see that he's got wicked whale tail going on. Right now. <laughs> uh, sister and, uh, and Zardex, I believe. Um, what, what brings the two of you back to Handelstone? Well, brother, I think we need your help. Oh, uh, glad, glad to help. Uh, he, he looks around the, uh, the demolition site and goes, all right, mates, we'll call that a day. Good enough. You, you, you'll get your pay. Go on, go on, go on, go on home. You see a number of carpenters and other uh, skilled workers kind of gathering up their tools and leaving the work site. They're all well-paid craftsmen's wages. Makes my heart happy that our uh, countrymen are compensated well. I, I, I can't wait to see what they build with the new Hundlestone Manor. Oh boy, I hope it's a chocolate factory. Oh yeah. Well, we've already got that. We are here because the world hangs in balance. Grave tidings we bring. Yes, brother. We need Hundlestone's help. We have a quest to smite a common foe. Amberlynn, I need you to roll me a perception check. 18. Right about the time you say that, you feel a blade touch your neck. Oh, and you ask our brother instead of your very stealthy sister. Is that how it is? I saw her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. You saw Kalia creeping up. <laughs> so I do like the block the blade, flip her over. Roll me an a- athletics check. 24. Yeah, yeah. You. She is kind of chuckling at, you know, what she did. She rolled a natural three. There's nothing I can add to that that will come even close. And you full on, like, pull it around and like flip her over and you've got the blade, you know, not like pointed at her, but also up against her neck. It's like, ah, there's my sister. Good to see you too, Avery. Yes. We we bring tidings of a great evil. Oh, good. When do we leave? <laughs> well, right now, if you'd like. It is a necromancer. You may have met him as we had dealings with him before. It is not the not the crappy one that we've <laughs> that you may be familiar with. This one is called Jethro Jeffries, and he is a despicable creature. As you start to give that speech, she she puts her fingers in her lips and and a number of troops kind of leap up over the walls and, and are and are running up. And she goes, Necromancer, oh goody. Dolora hates us. And uh it rise for his part is is grinning real big. Sisters, just just be safe. Don't don't make me an only child, is all I ask. Well, brother, I thank you for your support, and I just, you know, I'm really happy you turned a leaf. I, you know, dying will do that to you. Uh, really change of your perspective. I, I appreciate you giving me a chance to grow. Is Clyde coming with us? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, loving to run it could keep me away, darling. Her sort of personal guard has approached, and they're standing there, plate armor, Swords at the ready. 
They seem very keen to kick some ass. Twiggy and Kilbo. Uh, the two of you teleport into a mountain range. The two of you are on a mountaintop, and you see before you sort of this massive, massive castle. Kilbo, do you, do you remember conversations with Craddock? I, I know Craddock's name, but it's been a while since we've seen Craddock, and I just really remember Belisar's resume with his name. Do you have any idea how many miles and how many substances have passed between this dragonborn and Craddock? <laughs> okay, so do we just strut in like, hey, remember <laughs> us? And hopefully he doesn't like ask us too many questions. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all see this massive chain that appears to go in. Is it a door pull or like it is looks, it? It looks suspiciously like a door pull, yeah. Okay, uh... Perhaps you turn into a big, big, big creature and pull this because I think it is bigger. Chain is bigger than Gilbo. Yes, let's see. Perhaps an, an elemental would be the best. I can turn into an elephant, but that might be too small. <laughs> I can turn into a mammoth. I, I would be a terrible judge, but yes, it, elemental feels right. Okay, I will turn into an air elemental. Yeah, you turn into an air elemental and... Bring, right bring your airy paws around this chain and pull, and there's a loud dong, dong, dong. After a moment, you hear some very heavy footsteps approaching, and the gate begins to... And, and Craddock comes out in his hot pink bathrobe. With dental floss in his And says, No, Craddock, do you speak... Uh, does he speak common? He does. Okay, oh, thank God. So I'll turn back into Twiggy to say hello, hail and well met, Craddock. Ah, the adventure. Weren't there more of you a few years this, ago? Yes, we ate the others. We did not really eat these. <laughs> <laughs> Twiggy just starts laughing. <laughs> this is my attempt at little joke to break ice. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I want the two of you to roll an insight check. Oh, We're the fun ones. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a 16. Uh, yeah, the, the two of you, as, as, as you're chuckling up at your trickster behavior, uh, notice Craddock looking around and you suspect it's for flaming bags of dog shit. <laughs> um, we would have run away. It's fine. <laughs> is it trick or treat already? I mean, if there are treats on offer, it is always trick or treat. <laughs> It is true. Do you have candy? I was just going to ask that. <laughs> I do have giant candy. They are, we call them fun size, but for you all, it would be um, full size bars. Like full size, like my whole body full size? Pretty much. <laughs> Oh. oh, we we all have we have, we both have bags of holding, right? We 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 stuff as many as he's willing to give us into our bags but of holding. Please only two. Oh, right. I never this know how many more will come. By. This is fair. This is fair. We did not come just to steal your candy. Uh, we have there is very bad mojo coming this way. There are going to be armies of undead. We would like to ask for your assistance. Uh, roll me a play. Can I help her? I give her guidance. Uh, yes. 21 plus 4. Uh, that is 25. Yes. Well, certainly. 
you all have shown great respect to the giants of the past and did not desecrate the temple of our most sacred god. You left us to our own devices as we were revisiting the giant ordinance. I will help you. That is wonderful. Thank you, friend Craddock. Shall, shall, shall we return to your compound? Yes, you know about our compound. It's mm. wonderful place. Please take my hand. And he holds down this massive, massive hand. What do y'all do? Home of teleportation. Would that work on a giant or? Hard to say. <laughs> 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 do, do you take his hand or not? I mean, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll hold on yeah, to his he, index he, he finger. You kind of wrap around yeah. his finger, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab onto okay. a pinky. <laughs> As y'all do that, there is a sudden bolt of lightning. The two of you feel like you are traveling on a bolt of lightning. And after only a second, it seems, there's a blast of thunder and you find yourself standing in front of the compound. That was metal as fuck, giant Kravitz. That was awesome. awesome. What a ride. Woo. By this time, the rest of your companions have arrived back with their particular companions. Zabrachevin, what were you doing as your companions were going out and gathering allies? Two things. One, I wanted to talk to Zardex. What's up? Nothing, bro. I just, we haven't chatted for a while. Just, <laughs> no. So I was kind of talking to you earlier about Gate, and I, um, I had an idea, but I kind of wanted to, well, I wanted to know, do you know the spell Anti-Magic Field? I do indeed. You do. So here's what I was thinking. Instead of going to the spooky tower, we could summon Jethro Jeffries here and fight him on our own turf. And if we took away the magic field, I would be powerless, but so would he. It's possible. Does gate is can we use gate to you can use it to summon specific people by name, assuming we know his real name. And um yeah, so I was thinking I might do some research on Jethro and whatever I can. I'm just wondering, my thought was, do I uh if if we tried that, can that be dispelled or fought against is it do they have to come what you would know from gate is that if there is sort of any deity interference that is unlikely to work given that jethro has made some favors with some very powerful gods divine magic would be a way of counteracting it yeah so i'm i guess i'm just concerned uh, to let him know that we are actively trying to pursue him. It seems if he feels this immense tug and then knows that it breaks, I don't know if that would be the best route. I don't think he's too, he's not powerful enough to stop that. It would be a deity. But I thought the whole point of Gate was it just allures whoever without any, unless it's a god or something. Well, he has the power of gods on, or a, a least one evil god on his. I I've become very in tune with Kelimvor himself, and I, I believe I have the opportunity that I might call upon Kelimvor personally to help us in such an endeavor. That might be another oh. opportunity for us to to do that. As Zardex does this, he pulls out of his robes a sacred cowbell. It's like, it's not fancy either. It's just a regular-ass oh. cowbell. It's just but a regular-ass cowbell. But it feels... But- 
It's it's got a sigil on it that kind of glows a little bit. Um, so the other thing was I wanted to study everything I could about Jethro Jeffries. Is there any way I could do that? Roll me a history check. So 31. A 31. You don't really have like a a book of his bio. Uh, but as you are thinking back on various conversations with him. The sense that you get is that he was someone who worked very hard to appear as your friend while also trying not to give anything of himself away. You have very little sense of who he is beyond what he showed you all in his persona as, you know, a very talented maker of magical items. You know that he is human. He presented himself as a transmutation wizard uh, although you also recall from your conversations with Johann von Kiesterberg, he would occasionally style himself as something of a transmutation wizard too, transforming the dead into the undead. Mm. Otherwise, mostly what you know is what you've gleaned from conversations with him in the last few days. He is clearly a very powerful necromancer. You, you know from your stride that he has a pretty impressive power and he has the ability to set it up in interdimensional space. So you know that he is indeed probably the most powerful spellcaster you have ever personally faced on. Hmm, okay. That's not to say that he cannot be defeated. You also would know from conversations with Pog Pingun, he does have a second in command, so that even if you were able to summon him, there is still someone trying to make sure that these plans go through. And it makes it sting all the more that everyone thought he was their friend. Uh, all right. Fine. So you all have gathered at the compound. All of your allies, all of the companions and friends, you've called in all the chips and favors that you all have built up over the course of about the last two years in game time. As you are all kind of standing in the courtyard looking at this motley crew of an army that you've you've built up, but certainly one with some power, with some impressive ability. What are you all doing? Well, first of all, we need to, like, I'm still confused on exactly what the plan is. Do we have a plan of how to get all these dudes over to those dudes and kill the the one dude? Arcane abilities on the fact that I think Zabrachevin did cast Identify on this cube. You get the sense it would get you and your allies over to this location. Hog is a, a very talented artificer. And that's and that's the plan. Or we could do the summon thing if the gods allow it. I just don't think they will. I just don't see that happening. You also still have an appointment with uh Jeffrey Jeffries in Waterford. Yeah, do we want to keep that? I mean, or we can give us give him our answer th- with an army at his doorstep. I need you all to roll a perception. Oh, no. Everyone in the party looks over, and you see a creature that stands roughly 20 feet tall and appears to have what looks to be a skeleton mask Uh on. That's cool. It is a massive, massive creature, and it is approaching the combat. Does it look friendly? No. You recognize that this creature is an avatar of a god. Oh. To the mortal plane. Great. Hail and well met. 
as you notice, as it is, appears to be decorated almost entirely in bone, that oh. it appears to be an avatar of the god Mercule. And that is where we will pick up next. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gaboo. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.